I know you guys heard our fire intro music. Well, that's all thanks to Oscar Moretta. His beats are dope, but his real passion is visual arts. He's a studio photographer whose services include photography, videography, editing, and creative direction for your shoots. Whether you're looking for high caliber talent and professionalism or want to work with someone that steps outside the box, Oscar Moretta is the guy for you. Check out his website at www.oscarmoretta.com. That's O-S-C-A-R-M-E-R-R-I-D-A. You can also check him out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Welcome everyone to the Happy Glow Podcast, episode number two. I am your host, Lakeisha. I'm BB. Oh, I'm, I'm Z. I'm Zelina. I'm here. You are. You are here. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone. We're going to talk about this side chick mentality. All right. No, 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 no. Let's correct it. Side mm-hmm. piece. Mental. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Side piece mentality. Not only chicks. Right? Right? It could be males too. And believe me, they could definitely be side pieces. In my opinion, Oh, that's just a triangle, baby. You just in a, just a triangle relationship. Don't say you. I'm just asking no, I'm just in saying. general. <laughs> that's, what that's like, uh, what is that called? Polyamorous? But I feel like a side piece is a person that does not, that is not known, that is not taken out, that is not shown to the public by the main piece, I guess. Like, you're in a relationship. I had to explain this to my, my co-worker. She's Puerto Rican, so she's not exactly up on the knowledge, right? So we was talking about, we was eating the crawfish nachos at Boiler Room. Okay. And she was like, I don't like crawfish, it's too spicy. Egads, what? Like, you don't eat crawfish? What is wrong with you? She's like, it's too spicy. I said, I thought all Latinos love spicy food. Right. So, after talking about her, talking to her with that, then they was talking about, asked about the side piece. She was like, what is a side piece, Keisha? And I was like, well, that's when I told her, you know, when you and your husband, you're, y'all are married. If he has somebody on the side, that means it's a side piece, right? Somebody you don't know about. You're the main dish. This is the Vienna sausage to your filet mignon, you know? Side piece. That was a <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> That's what a side piece does. It brings the value that your main piece isn't doing. That's how I elaborate to the twenty her. to the eighty, basically. Basically, yeah. It complete that that side piece completes the the perfect circle for him or her. So she was like, "Well, what do you get out of it?" And I was like, "I don't know." And so the guy that was sitting next to her was all into our conversation, and he asked me, and he was like, "I just want to hear a female's version of it, like her opinion on it." I was like, "Well, to me." He was like, what is considered cheating? I was like, well, to me, cheating is when you literally spend time and energy on another person. Like, he was like, so it's not sexual. I was like, well... I feel like sexual brings it to a whole other aspect. Yes, sexual is cheating, but so is mentally giving your time and attention. And when you start lusting after that person, that's when it's becoming cheating. That's what makes you a side piece. Well, to me, it's basically doing everything that you would do with the person you're with, Mm -hmm. with someone else, whether Mm -hmm. it be flirting, whether it be cuddling, Mm -hmm. whether it be going on dates. Mm -hmm. 
if these are things that you do with the person you're in an actual relationship with, if you do that with someone else, I feel like you're cheating. Well, that that's what I'm. That, that's different. Some people may not think that's cheating. Mm-hmm. Some people think cheating is just literally having sex with somebody else. That's cheating. I cuddle with some of my friends. I go out on dates with some of my friends. Like, we don't call them dates. Like, we just go out. And sometimes it's just the two of us. And I mean, like, but it's not, I I feel like to a certain point, we are all attracted to our friends, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to our male friends. Like, there is a certain level of attraction, but at the same time, there's a certain respect on both ends that you won't cross particular lines, you know? And you also um, have respect for whoever that you're with, that you're not going to do something that would cause them to lose trust in you or something like that. So. You know, I feel like there are certain lines that, you know, are drawn, but I mean, I think that for certain people, those lines and those boundaries are ambiguous and that, you know, it just takes having communication, you know, and also just knowing who you're in a relationship with and who your friends are that, you know, you're not going to, you know, make people question you, question your, your, your respect for yourself, your relationship, accountability and all those kinds of things. No matter what, I I feel like when you, when you're in a relationship and you end up having somebody else on the side, you have to draw that, that, that line in the sand, that boundary. Like, if you're a side piece, know your role. You don't come meet the family. You don't come out with me. We go to a movie because it's dark. We talk on the phone because it's late. I mean, see, I think y'all be giving side pieces a lot of crap. But I guess people do it differently because, I mean, I feel like side pieces, you ain't going out to no movies. What? Like, I I feel you on that You going straight to the house. Like, like, y'all ain't ain't no, uh, you ain't going out, honey. You ordering takeout. Bell, or do you want McDonald's? <laughs> do you want something like the Red Boxes? I can stop there too. I mean, you feel me? Like that's that's that side piece. Like, Wait, but that can also be considered a relationship because after so long in a relationship, you stop at Red Box. You call and be like, "Hey, I'm about yeah, to but go you ain't about to bring your like, bay. You ain't bringing your bay McDonald's. You bringing your bay like why? some 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 chilies or something or like even why? the I don't know anything that's open at this time of night, bay. I'm, I'm gonna get it for you. Well, yeah, that's bay and yeah. or actually you cooking for bay so you know what I'm saying potentially yeah, not necessarily potentially you know when what I'm saying when I first get him after a while we ordering some nice pizza oh my, my gosh I feel like cooking oh my gosh and we gonna be alright but still at the end of the day yes the main bay can get you know the late night takeout and stuff like that if the if, if bay is coming over but at the same time beta met the parents mm-hmm. beta met the family event mm-hmm. beta made it through Thanksgiving you know it's real right made it through Thanksgiving right through turkey day whereas side piece only gets the day after the day after Christmas <laughs> the day after Valentine's Day the day after Valentine's Day and uh, the day steak after and BJ day. steak and BJ day steak and BJ day mm-hmm. what's steak and BJ day March 14th a month after Valentine's Day oh steak and BJ you learn steak something and- new every day <laughs> alright cause it's I have too much stuff going on like my bae is gonna get my entire attention you know what I'm saying what attention I do have to give to him Mm. so it's like having somebody on the side it's like I might see you once every few weeks then why have somebody on the side then you just don't have a side piece that's okay then you don't have an opinion on it (laughs) (laughs) I said hypothetical that's why I said hypothetical side yeah but you you have to give I feel like we define what we want side pieces to be you know what I'm saying like there's some people that want to you know I just feel we we define what we want our side pieces to be I was mad at you this weekend. But why were you mad at me this weekend? Because, okay, look. Oh, no, no, because this chick, this chick right, you know, I'm going to let you go first. I'm I'm, going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. So, we had an 
agreement. Okay, we was we was texting about going a while and now and everything. You know, I'm mm-hmm. excited. I'm going. I understand y'all don't want to go. I'm gonna go. I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. It's like three of us. Okay, but continue. Um, I don't understand it. That's why I said we need to do a camaraderie thing. I did yeah. explain it. The voice my opinions is Z2. I understand so that, and like, I'm, yeah. I'm on board with okay that. with that. I'm you on board know, with we'll that. Just not wilding out, but I'm on board right. with that. We'll do something together. Yes. So, the, like, a few weeks ago, I had to go on my phone, but she texted me, and she was like, hey, there's something called Chicks and Waffles at Culture Bar. I was like, cool, I think I'm off that weekend. Let's do this. Like, no, last weekend was something else that we didn't go to, but this oh, weekend was uh, Chicks and Waffles, and I was like, oh, snap, Chicken and Waffles? Like, I'm excited. So, I forgot about it. And then one of my friends hit me up and was like, hey, you going? I was like, oh, man, I forgot. Me and Z talked about it. Z, let's, are we still going? She was like, that's tomorrow. Sure. No, I was like, I didn't know if you still wanted to go. Yeah, she didn't know. And I was like, yeah, I do. So, she was like, cool. So, Friday comes along. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, excited. I was told to my coworkers, like, hey, y'all, come out. Let's go. You know, it's just something to do. It's chicks and waffles. Let's go. I got Maury's taken care of. I don't really go out and I don't get a Saturday off. Like it just so happened I just happened to be off Saturday. Never get that. And then around what I get home at like six, seven o'clock. I got more, you know, ready for bed and everything. Mm-hmm. I text her and she was like, I'm just leaving I'm just getting home from the gym and I'm just being lazy. I don't like she was like eh like she never say I don't want to go. She was like eh what does that mean? <laughs> I'ma let you know. Just, just tell the story. No, okay. so, so, I'ma let you finish. So, oh please. Okay, please. Kanye. <laughs> I'ma let you finish, but uh, she really dismissed me. <laughs> no, she not done. Oh, she not done. No. Oh, continue. I oh. thought I was, but it's fine. I can continue. Oh, really? You oh, not? You oh, was? Oh, what this is the first. What <laughs> 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 Because my friend didn't want to go out with me no more. And I didn't know this. And I had already planned. Like, you know, when you put it in your head that you're going out. Once you once you get into this little, not family life. I, you have more of a family than I do. I just have me and my son at home. And I feel like I wanted to just go out. We ended up going. Ended up being a good time. And I appreciate it. Even though she was on her phone me. the entire time. I was not on my phone the entire time. I was socializing. So, so all I'm going to say is that, you know, I told you that I needed motivation. I didn't say I wasn't going. I what told you, you I need a motivation. I got up at six o'clock in the morning to go to work. Been at work all day. I have a very mentally demanding job. I have to be creative all frigging day. Okay. I had to deal with that. And then I went to the gym. If I remember correctly, it was leg day. And then I'm doing hamstring, extra hamstring stuff, like on top of like my quads and stuff. Like it's it's taxing, okay? It's taxing. So once I lay down and the body is at rest, I'm like, I'm over here drinking wine, waiting on this girl who actually doesn't really get ready till like 11 o'clock. Once you lay down, <laughs> after doing all that stuff throughout the day, you laying down and you like, bruh, really? Really? Chicks and Waffles. It was at Culture Bar BR on Oklahoma Street. And that's actually the second time that I've been there. The first time I was there, they actually have day parties on Sundays. It was canceled this Sunday because they're supposed to be inclement weather, but clearly that's not happening. But um, yeah, they have it every Sunday. They have day parties and they have these $5 rum punches that will get you smashed. They're dope. Now that I've heard both sides of this case, I've come to my verdict and my verdict is, where the fuck was I? <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you guys like to speak on anything else? Taco Bell. You talking about her? So <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about her. I'm so stop. I'm guessing that you're feeling some type of way. That, uh, no, I feel a certain type of way about that dress she had. No, I feel a type of way. I feel like if she would have sneezed yeah. one good time, we would have saw the front and the back. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I feel like that Bishop saw everything. He felt saw and felt everything. everything. Okay. I just, was on her. Little she was. She's there. Italian, though. That's the funny part. Oh, because of her name. Yeah, he's calling her Taco Bell like she's Hispanic, but she's Italian. She looked like a little kid, like when you have the older pet, the older uh, deacon that's always gonna grab on you and hey, my little baby, you know, hug on you. And she was that's just like that lasts an extra two seconds. Yeah, long, too long. long. And you know, yeah. I, it's funny because I was looking on Reddit again. I was thinking that, and I was like, why are people making a fuss about it? Because that's just how a lot of people experience life in black churches. You know, yeah. it's like there's always people wanting to hug and you just like nah bro let me just get out the back but like they were like you know why aren't people speaking up about this this is the wrong like people shouldn't be touched by it like this and I'm just sitting here like wow because you know we go through so many things Mm -hmm. and it's quote unquote normal to us but it's really not yeah so it just made me think like wow you know he really was inappropriate and that's something that people really shouldn't be allowing like it's okay to do a church hug. That was way more than a church hug. Yeah. Like. That was way. With her pulling away the way she did. Her body she was trying. Was just, yeah. Her, she was terrified. Yeah. yeah. Her body language was right at all. Yeah. Because she was like, oh no. Like you could tell. She was trying to laugh and push away at the same time. But he grabbed. Like even when she would laugh and she made her head go over and moving her hair. Mm-hmm. You could see him still grabbing the side of her. They said it was the, actually the side of her breast. Yeah, yeah it was. Touching. You could yeah. see the face. She's so small. It doesn't yeah. take much to wrap right. around yeah. her. Yeah. It was uh, it's very inappropriate. Very. Right. He tried to make a joke out of it and laugh. But the way how he was grabbing. He, he must have had like a little too much holy water before. Um, so much I can tell you had a lot of holy water and it was Bill Clinton. He was floating. Y'all leave my man alone, bro. I love him. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I love him like, like all of us black folks do. I was just, I was like, Bill. He said something uh, he loved. Well, he loved the way she sang or something. Going on. Because he was just looking at everybody like, Hey. No, you know what I love when um when Obama got up to do his um his eulogy thing or whatever, mm-hmm. Bush went and tapped him on the butt with his um with his binder. Like you know how they do in football, like they, they hit each other on the butt. Tap. Yeah, he was just like he tapped him on the butt and then like there was a guy who was like in the row, like a couple of rows behind him and he was just left and I'm just like, Look at all this happiness. Everybody just <laughs> Oh wow just chilling. Why can't this be real life? Right. right. It took for the Queen of Soul to die. But I wonder if, if uh if Obama wanted to really go to McCain's funeral, you know, that he really wanna to go to Aretha. No, he didn't. And I'm gonna tell you why he didn't. Because the McCain's was an hour and 45 minutes. Aretha <laughs> was 897.54 hours. Oh, Lord. I know they was Lord like, it's going to be 12 o'clock until, until what you call it gets into the ground. Like, because oh I'm like, gosh. I know she's looking down like, I love y'all, but shit, can you put me in the ground? Baby, huh? her five wardrobe changes. She had she had to represent her Delta, you know, hair just the first night. She had to have on the crimson suits with the, with the ankles crossed, with the mm-hmm. pumps. Uh-huh. Then she had to go the next day yeah. with the powder blue Red dress. bottoms on every what? single time. Baby, what, who go, what you gonna do with that? What you gonna do with y'all putting right, the ground? Because I'd have been walking to like, all right, grandma. <laughs> we were the same size. You don't need them. <laughs> Let me get me. Like, 
Literally, they changed her outfit like four times. And then she got buried in 24 karat. Wow. A bunch of pink, pink uh, Escalade. That's uh from her uh highway of love. Yeah. She yeah. talks about a pink Cadillac. Cadillac. But, yeah. but why we had so many? That's, that's ridiculous. That's right. Did y'all see the video they had of um Jill Scott? It's like a split. It's a split video. Oh, that response. One. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Jill Scott was on one side looking, just looking, just looking randomly, and they had the pink cabinets on the other side. And that's like when black people do something right in front of shit, like, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Yes. Despite my, you know, the last uh, podcast we going off, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I, I like her music. I love listening to certain people, but I don't listen to everybody. You know, I'm very picky with my music. I listen to what's on the radio because I love communication. You know, I love the radio aspect because that's yeah. what I would like to do. But as far as what's on there after a while, I do go back to my XM radio on my phone or I would go to Pandora and listen to my Erica Badu radio. Mm-hmm. I listen to my Janet Jackson discipline mm-hmm. radio when I'm feeling some type of way. I listen to my um, Drake, my Take Care, because Take Care album was my favorite. Oh, that was such a good album. Mm-hmm. That was, such that a was my album. You know? That got me through he was the worst breakup. What rappers talk about now is more of flashy cars. Yeah, I noticed that too. Babies, clubs. Like back, like, like back then, rappers should talk about the actual struggle because yeah. they actually went through the struggle. Mm-hmm. We talk about rappers. They were real to, people. They had to sell drugs to mm-hmm. get by. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to rob to make mm-hmm. ends meet. Right. Some nights they had to go without food. They had parents that were on drugs. Yeah. You know, nobody supported they them. They talked about what happened and in you, the and world. And you like it because you can relate to it. Because right. Because sometimes we're struggling too and you need to listen to that old joke. I, I related <gasps> to Devin the dude. I, yeah. I related to him heavily. I, I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying though, because what a job it is. You know what I'm saying? And somebody and and, you know what I'm saying? Like what a job it is. But yeah, to all the the zeros and the slim thugs and and the boosies and you know Boosie got money straight. I don't know what's going with Boosie right now. Okay, old Boosie. Right, old Boosie. <laughs> old like, Boosie is my Two shit. red bones kissing in the back seat. Like that. That is music. considered old now, isn't it? It oh is. My God. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know what's even older than that? Ratchet. <laughs> oh, what? I heard wow. that. Wow. You know, a lot of people still don't know about that, though. <laughs> like, we well, yes, hear a hear thing. But, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, People are just like I feel like the world is the world is just now discovering boosies. Like there are certain pockets of people who know about the good old boosie, mm-hmm. but like y'all don't know all yeah. of the good boosie hits. Yeah. Because he's like he's our he's our star. He's our 
Baton Rouge star. Yes. I feel. Snack on the booty. See, but I feel like Boosie has always had like a special place in my heart just from. Oh, my bad. That was McCain's funeral. Well, my bad. I, I know. Right I corrected that. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. You, uh, <laughs> you got me. You know. I know. So I know that they had. What's the song that he had that when I was in college? Ah. Uh, uh, a draw sauce. Look, I'm tired of this man. My juvie in the yard with my drawers on my hand. My girl looked at me, say you dog ass nigga. Finna put this knife in your motherfucking liver. I couldn't say shit. Had to leave the house. She pushed me in my shit. All I did was walk out. Webby? Because I'm wrong. Because not when she go home, I'ma keep calling her phone till she let me lay that phone. Fuck that shit. My other bitch to put me on child support. What? Oh, okay. Right, right. That was the boost that I remember. That that's the boost that I was like, like I was just going hard. The man I love, my nigga, like all that type of music. Yeah, yeah. That's the type of music that we that I was fucking with Boosie Mm with. Like now, I mean, aside from all the crap that he got going on with baby mama's like. That's pretty much all the entertainment that you get from him nowadays. Oh, yeah. really? Has going on. It I is. haven't really heard any like music, music from nope. him in a minute. I never even. I don't even know that he was still like in the in the news or the scene or anything. He's Just not. He's on social media news, oh, right? Okay. And he's he's more of a um like all his stuff. Like he's in Atlanta. He True. supposedly he can't come back to Baton Rouge because people trying to kill him or the police trying to get him. Yeah, he has a lot of like friction with his mom and his right. brother and stuff like that. They stole like five hundred thousand dollars from him. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's crazy because Boosie used to love this. It wasn't like every Easter he used to come around and like give everybody like all the kids stuff mm-hmm. and like do all kinds of like really good things yeah. for the community and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he wow. was. I don't know what happened. That's why I love Boosie because I mean I'm pretty sure other rappers give back to the community, but this is our community, so yeah, I love him because he gives back to our community. Mm. You know, he did that to be point. to be a local artist and come back home and do for where you came from. I, I was when I was trying to figure out that funeral situation. Yeah, I wanted to just throw my two cents. I've been listening to Wu Tang a lot lately. I don't know why. And I've been listening to James Baldwin speeches. But Wu-Tang, like, I'm not a five percenter. I don't really get down with all that. And I used to really not like New York rappers. Yeah. But they actually, like, they, they talk about some real stuff in there, like, some sensical things. And, like, I never really, I guess I couldn't process it back then. But, like, they go really hard. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish that a lot more people would have that realness. Like, like the rest of kind of That was it. It's wishful thinking, baby. You don't have many that actually you know, come out. You don't have that many. Yeah, that is not. It's not what's trying to think. I'm trying to think who's like mentally there. You between J Cole, Kendrick, and I Cole, feel like Childish Gambino. Those are the only ones that you can. I love him so much. <laughs> like he has. This it's funny because like individuals. Like I have. I, I any person who tells me that they're into him now, I have. I don't have any ill will towards it. I always tell people if you're into him now, please go and listen to the Camp album, mm-hmm. his first yep. debut album. Yep. Like his other albums and are his mixtapes too. Yes, and his mm-hmm. mixtapes too. But Camp, I feel, is the best of the three mm-hmm. because like he's like giving you like he's talking about stuff that nobody wants to talk about and this was his debut album you know mm-hmm. that's the album you have to like you have to sell yourself right right you have to sell yourself you have to like rap about what they want to they hear. want to hear mm-hmm. but he did mm-hmm. he just rapped about 
real shit mm-hmm. and what was going on. And you know, when you talk about lyricism, I think it's really sad. Like when all that stuff was going on with like, I think it was like the push to T and you know, Kanye and all the other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Black Thought came out with a little like, I don't know if it's what you call it, an EPLP or whatever, but Black Thought, he's the guy who's um, the main lyricist in The Roots. Okay. And his joint was fire. Like, I feel like that stuff was so underrated because, but he always comes with the juice. Like, he always, always does. And he did not underdeliver this time either. And he's another one that I feel nobody talks about. Because of some black ignorant shit. Because he doesn't talk about rapping. I mean, you know, he doesn't talk about um, money and hoes and, you know, like all that kind of stuff. He just talks about, you know, like knowledge of self mm-hmm. and, you know, just like, just his sheer lyrical ability just like mutilates everybody but you know it's sad where are we going with this music y'all music can take you everywhere but you 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 just have to go you gotta go back like you know how everything style always come back fashion always comes back to 50 it's not 60 i'm hoping that music fashion yes fashion will always be a rotating door yeah it's always gonna circle butts I don't know how I feel about this music. It's like, check this. That's what I'm saying. Most def- think we can go back to what we used to Look, have. most def says that if we want to know where the music is going, we have to look at where the people are going because, you know, mm. like, we are the ones who kind of speak to the music, mm. so, or at least to hip-hop. Um, so... If you look at that, like they're talking about like Generation Z, they're actually all dropping off of social media because they want to like facilitate like more, you know, like real in real life, like relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, um, you know, connections. So if they're seeing the the wealth in, you know, being real with each other, mm-hmm. then I think that we're going back socially. We're like remembering where we should be. But when you listen to, I can never say his name right. Tend to, tend to, tend to, yeah. When you see people like that and Lil Yacht, that guy, and I can't say nobody's name right, so I'm not even about to. I can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious though. So you know what? But you know what I'm saying, but. But, we're, you know, like, we're looking at all those things. It's like, the music isn't doing what the people are doing. So, where where is this disconnect? And how can we reconnect, you know, yeah. the music to the people? And then what I don't like is I don't like when a really good artist, like, sells out and goes mainstream. Yeah. But, yeah, I think about why they went. And one good example of that, I feel like, is The Weeknd. Oh. But he came back, though. I haven't, see, that's the thing, like... Probably because I felt so hurt by him going to mainstream. <laughs> I know Starboard was I just, painful. I just, you know, yes, I just, I just like stopped completely listening. I haven't really listened to anything recently, but that trilogy was everything. Yes, wasn't it that Dirty Diana did me? Oh, no, that yes. was the one song that I couldn't get into. Dirty what? Diana. Well, no, I mean, it was, it was no, out of it all was, of it, out of oh, all of them, I mean, that was, was the one. It was word for word, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I, just, I like Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana. Yeah, I preferred that. Yeah, I preferred yeah, that. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but he had like that intoxic- Keisha with the air guitar, right? right. <laughs> he had like that intoxicating music that you can like listen to, and you can and like you can tell he's like high or drinking or maybe on coke. Yeah, um, popping pills. I mean, that was his thing. That's what he said his thing was. Yeah, he said it's on a lot of his music. He talks about getting high or popping pills or, you know, yeah, but I didn't think it was like coke, though. 
I mean, crazy. that's what he said. It's crazy it's how, like, how you can feel that. Like, you can you feel, feel it through the music. music. Like, yes. you can listen to the, that trilogy, and you can feel the intoxication that's in him yeah. coming mm-hmm. through the music. Yeah. And then to go from listening to that to, I'm a motherfucking stubborn. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love that. It's like, punk. did your dealer make you do that, that shit? <laughs> but I was like, mm mm. Even Tron Legacy was off the chain. Like, right. yeah, but Starboy was just... But yeah, he came back. So he put out a couple of songs recently I'm over the past few months. Out. And they're... Listen to him, because he's come back to us. He has. I'm glad. Okay. Now can we just say a small prayer for Kanye, please? Kanye apologized for making people feel a kind of way about his slavery comment, but he never actually apologized for his slavery comment. And right. that's why I love him. Right. That's why he I love him. He did not apologize about the comment. <laughs> he just apologized for the way people took it. I mean, he's... People say dumb shit. That's not even my problem with him. My problem with him is that he's in the sunken place. And I need him to come out. Why do you think he's in the sunken place? Because <laughs> Trump? Because he likes Trump? No. It has nothing to do with Trump. It has everything to do with those Kardashians. Kim. <sighs> I mean, it's not like the Kardashians. I, okay. I really... Excuse me. For me... With Kanye, every album was amazing until he met her. I feel like when he lost his mind, I really feel she was scoop, there. Scoop, whoop. <laughs> scoop, scoop, whoop, whoop. Please, don't make me cry. Please, don't make me cry. She can tell you, like, I was, I was the biggest Kanye fan. Like, Kanye spoke to me so much to where... When he came out with the graduation album, I went and got it at midnight when it came out. And the first song on there is called Good Morning. And which is funny because I put it in, it was 1201 when I put it into my CD player and it went, Good morning. And I was like, It's morning. It's 1201. Good morning. And I was like, He is speaking to me. And to go from that to super de doo, soup, soup. I'm like, but see, that's why I feel like he's an artist and he's not an entertainer because it's like he's he's like, look, I'm expressing myself and I'm all and what part of who himself is is like, yo, y'all gonna eat this shit up just because I'm Kanye. Not the people who really respect music, but like the people who just or see his name on it and like they're they're so um stuck into commercialism and capitalism you know that they will like he always says we all slaves to something so he's just basically checking to see who's slave to him you know what i'm saying and that's why i think that is genius because he'll go and produce push t's album he'll go and produce kid cuddy stuff whatever and you'll see the real kanye but oh, then yeah. you see i give him i give him that his production skills have not slept one At bit. All. His entire from from then till now, he has not slept. He's a production genius. I give him that. He's up there. He's like at the top. But I don't. There's just something about them, and his music's just not the same anymore not. for me. Like even because he was super creative on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like that, yes like i loved it see i wasn't and that was and like um, i love the album i listened to that especially like if you listen if you listen to the album and then you go and watch the visual version of it mm-hmm. like you can really understand the album i probably need to do that because like, i haven't watched the yeah do that album. like go look at the visual album and then you'll understand like More the ups and downs between yeah. each song and how it makes sense because it, it'll like really open up your mind. But like he used to be around people that used to challenge him. Mm-hmm. 
like not like production wise but challenge him like mentally and mentally Mm. and it's like I don't want to say that she kind of drove him away from those people or kind of like pulled him away she changed his whole persona changed his whole everybody he hung around he's not even cool with his own best friend anymore right you know what I'm saying right and you can see a lot of the influence that Jay had mm-hmm. on him. On him. Yeah. Because he had niggas in Paris when they're basically talking about like building themselves up and like doing a lot more. Right. Like that album, Watch Throne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a great album. Yeah. And like, but now it's to the point to where like you're not around your best friend anymore. Well, two of your best friends because you were not only best friend with him, you were best friend with B. Yeah. You produced a lot of her stuff. Right. A right. A lot. And you can hear it in the some in a lot of her music, and like I feel like I feel like they're robbing him, like not Rob, like still like Rob, like Rob Kardashian. They're putting him in the Rob. Like it's gonna come a time where Kanye's gonna disappear. We're gonna be like, where's Kanye? Oh, he's in that market no, with Rob. No, all they doing, all Kim is using him is for a baby machine. Like Kim is using him for fame, fortune, and children. Like I understand she wants but I heirs. I feel like she already had that. Am I the only one who's sympathetic towards her? Like, maybe, like, she actually does have an iota of intelligence that might be comparable to what Kanye has. It's just that she doesn't put it out because she realizes that her public doesn't really want that. They just want her body. And so she just reserves her intelligence for the people who are behind the scenes. The cameras aren't on. I might be stretching. I might be grasping for straws, but I'm just saying. No, it's the thing. Like I, I'm not. And I'm glad you're in that on that light of her because maybe she is because she's right. gotten herself this far. So maybe she is. Yeah. But from what the public eye and people love her for, I mean, her come up was from dating black guys to a sex tape to like when her daughter asked mom why are we famous why are you famous and she was like oh she was, mommy she went, has oh. a show <laughs> that was so funny to me she that, giggled she, she did she said, oh <laughs> like, like she knew what it was like yeah, she but, knew but, what but it was. the thing why are we ragging on her it's like you look at Ray J I'm when, when people talk about Ray J what's the first thing people really talk about I talk about love and hip hop his sex tape. I didn't even know he was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Love on. Yeah, him and Princess. I don't even know that. Well, when I hear Ray J, I think about Melody. Who's Melody? Melody. It's song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear Ray J, I think about Ray J, Lick Kim, like, and I, it's the little one, and I'm not bad well. Like, I think of One Wish. Oh, that's that song, yeah. Yeah, I think I think of his music, yeah, and I, I, I know that's Brandy's little brother, and I watch Love and Hip Hop. Love and Hip Hop is hilarious to me. We'll get on that another time, because Brooke Valentine is like my idol right now. I feel like she's like crazy in love, and it's me. But anyway, so I feel like Ray J just happens to be in a spotlight that he has gotten away from the Kim Kardashian part of his life. He has so much other stuff going on right now that he didn't bring. He didn't get a come up from fucking Kim. I don't know. I just feel like I may be wrong. I'm sorry. I don't know what the Kardashian fans call themselves. I'm sorry, y'all, but I just feel like they they're cursed. Oh it's a curse. <laughs> None of them can stay. I, mean, I just I'm because let's go down the list. <laughs> <laughs> There's Reggie Bush. Exactly. Cricket. Where, Where is he? Wasn't there a guy, a basketball player? A yes. Player? A baseball player? I forgot what it is. Chris Humphreys. Yeah, him, 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 him. Where is he? That's Chris with a K, right? Yes. Mm. Chris with a K. And then there's Lamar Odom. <laughs> really? 
he was married to Khloe Kardashian. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then there's Scott Disick. Who's that? Mind you, he's still around. He, she used to date Nick Lachey. Who? Oh, he was fine. Ooh. Who dated him? Kim Kardashian was married to a music producer, Damon Thomas, from 2000 to 2004. Uh-huh. All then right. in 2006, she dated Ray J. Mm-hmm. And then um, after his highly publicized divorce from Jessica Simpson, Nicholas Shea and Kim dated in 2006. Wow. Where's his music career? <laughs> so she was a rebound. Exactly. Before he and Mariah Carey tied the knot, Nick Cannon and him were, were and Kim were an item oh. from late 2006 to early Pause. 2007. Pause. I did know about that, but let me tell you something. You want to know how that, that curse can stretch even past your leaves? Nick brought up the fact that he dated Kim Kardashian. And you know what happened a couple of months after that? Mariah filed for the move. Oh! Was that a while ago? Was that an episode? Yeah, okay. I can't remember that now. Hmm. Yeah. Proceed. Okay, so um, NFL star Reggie Bush and Kim were together from April 2007 to July of 2009. They reconciled. They reconciled in September 2009, but broke up. Broke it off again in early 2010. Then Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Miles Austin dated Kim from June. To September 2010. Exactly. You're, you're sitting there wondering who it is. Exactly. <sighs> then fresh Not off his split from Halle Berry, model Gabriel Aubrey briefly dated Kim in late 2010. I don't know. Yep. He's gone. <clears throat> then Kim and NBA star Chris Humphreys dated in December of 2010, got engaged in May of 2011, wedded on August 20, 2011, and divorced on October 31st, 2011. Shouldn't that have been an annulment? <laughs> you got engaged in May, married in August, divorced in October. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, annulments were like, what, 30 days? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then Kim Kardashian rebounded from her split with Kirk Humphreys with rapper Kanye West in mm-hmm. 2012. The couple announced they were expecting their first child together right before New Year's Eve in 2013. They got married on May 24th, 2014 in Italy. Now that's nine men that you done went through since 2004. Was that my first one? And where are they? <laughs> where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any of the names I just named? <laughs> but you know, we're just... No. We're just about, I really know, don't. I know Ray J. <laughs> you know, but we're just talking about one Kardashian. Right. Because, you know. Lamar been after. Who Chloe baby by? Uh, that dude that cheated on her. Oh. Christian. Uh, Tristan. 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 Mm-hmm. Thompson. Yeah. yeah. Who is that? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, Tiger was big. Tiger. He saw that Kylie. Kylie. Fell off. They came back, right? He done bounced back since they started talking about him in the other day. He's going through a rough moment. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I don't know if that's karma or not because he actually kind of, he like started messing with Kylie while he was with China. Who he got a baby by? China. Oh, okay. Him and China were together. They were engaged, actually. Oh. Then he started messing with Kylie. And then they broke up. But then China was like, uh, I can do you one better. Mm, I can go get your brother. And she, 
I think she's the Kendall one that does her modeling thing and yeah. calls it a day. Yeah. You know, Chris was with um, what black man? Lavar? Was he? With, was she? With no, LeVar? she's no. She was I thought she was about to say Lavar Burton. Like, hold no, on. No, Chris was uh, married to Bruce. <laughs> Caitlyn. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now she has a new man. So yeah, I'm sorry. Kardashian people, uh, fans, I don't know what they call themselves. I'm not sure. Um, there's something weird in the water. All just, in their infiltration system. And I just want Kanye to throw it up. Yeah, he didn't just it for too long. I know, it's okay. Didn't they, when I said they got married? He may come back. He may come back, but you know, it's okay. They married in 2014. They on baby number three now? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. I'll just, you yeah, know. they trying to make a whole I'll try. always have, you know. College dropout, like yeah. registration, graduation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Anyways, and heartbreaks. My be- my beautiful dog twisted fancy. Mm-hmm. And wash your throne. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all, all. That's all I need. That's fine. Dang. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Lena's over here looking disgusting. <laughs> On that note, she's, she's like, like um, whoa. <laughs> really? I mean, this is a lot of information to take in at one time. Yeah. A lot of brand new information. And yeah. I'm just, uh, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we're going to close out this show. Um, and we'll be back next week. I'm going to end on this note. Don't be someone's downtime, spare time, part time, or sometime. If they can't be there for you all the time, then they're not even worth your time. I'm Lakeisha. It has been wonderful talking to you guys. I'm Bibi. And I'm Zizi. (laughs) (laughs) And we shall see and speak to you guys next week. All right, all right, all right. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Enjoyed the podcast? Want to support the Happy Glow movement? When you sign up for listener support, you're basically helping us to become a better podcast for you. The cool folks at Anchor have made a super easy way for you to do that. You can set up a monthly recurring donation of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99. Just visit our page on anchor.fm/happyglow. That's a n c h o r.fm forward slash H-A-P-P-Y-G-L-O. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners and we look forward to going on this journey with you.